1: Hello, it's Luke here from the Custard TV Podcast, another podcast this week that I'm not in. I know, compose yourselves. It's a weird one, this, um, because it starts with Matt and Gary meeting for the first time in the pub, and then they recorded the podcast without me, and uh, the audio is not that great because of the software they were using, so you might have to turn your headphones up. But first, let's join them in the pub. Right, uh, this is uh, very much a test, but this is, uh, this is a live from the pub version of the podcast featuring me, Gary, from the South, and... I've never heard of
2: him before.
1: Never sorry. heard of him So, yeah, <laughs> can you do the insert. Sorry. So, me, Gary... I've
2: never heard of him before. Sorry. And... Matt.
1: I can't remember what you... Oh, you're a professional, <laughs> yeah. that's it. You're a professional. So uh, we're actually meeting uh, for the very first time. Yes, in the
0: flesh. Uh, in the Only flesh. taken four years. So
1: only taken know, four years. Cheers. cheers. Oh, yeah, to prove that we're in a pub surrounded by people eating dinner and people who have probably been here since 7am this morning. Uh, yeah, but, I should think so. Yeah, but not going to say that too loudly in case any of them hear me. Not here, uh, conspicuous by his absence, is Luke.
2: Who is incognito. We don't know where he is. No, we don't know where he is. We've,
1: tried, we've tried to contact him, but... Uh, so, Luke, if you're listening, let us know you're OK. What did you do this morning, Matt? Where did you go? I went to the. Uh, screen- oh no! Hold on! Hold on! Matt's been to another screening. I have been to
2: another screening. I've also signed an embargo, so I can't talk about it very much. But oh. it's the Call the midwife Christmas special. Actually she signed an embargo? Yes. Wow! You do that uh, quite a lot of screenings, actually. I think Cold Feet had to sign an yeah.
1: embargo. I've never been to one. I, well, I was part of the cast at Endeavour, so I didn't yeah, have to yeah, do that. Yeah, so. You knew what
2: was going to happen. Well, yeah, I was in the yeah, show. No, so it's the Christmas special. We'll be able to talk about it more. I think next week after
1: Monday. Ah, right. So the ne- not the next podcast you'll hear, the one after that. This will. Pre- yeah, we'll do in... a call
2: the midwife special. I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing about what they do and what I'm not allowed to talk about, even though I've not signed an embargo. No,
2: there Sorry. is one thing that they told us we're not allowed to talk about, even after the embargo is lifted, because there's a thing ah,
1: So they are. want to
2: be a surprise for everyone watching. Christmas.
1: Is it Doctor Who invading? Them? Yes. Oh okay. It's cool. a secret guess... Doctor
2: Who episode. It's <laughs> Doctor... finally that like, call the midwife Doctor Who crossover that you've been waiting. For. Indeed.
1: <laughs> would, would be good because like then Charlotte Ritchie could become the new assistant.
2: Well, maybe if What's-His-Name McGann ever left, they'd need a new doctor.
1: Oh,
0: yeah,
1: that's a good point. <laughs> and, of course, McGann yeah. was yeah. a doctor. Yeah.
2: yeah, but not this one, I no, 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 not this I'm one. I'm not sure which one it is in.
1: No, it's the other
2: Steven one.
1: Stephen. Stephen, yeah. I, or Joe, uh, one of them. A. McGann. Who was in the upper hand? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, A. McGann. got the upper hand took about me doing cultural references to I know, the I know yeah. <laughs> Uh, what next? Two and a half children? <laughs> uh, two point four. Children. Two point four. I'm thinking of two and a half men. Well. That wasn't even two
2: point five. That'd be <laughs> two point five children. Uh, it yeah. would be.
1: Yeah, that's right. Two point five children. So. This evening, you're going to something else that you probably can't talk about.
2: Well, no, I haven't signed anything yet. It's no oh, okay. offence. The Channel
1: Four uh, comedy taken. drama. <laughs> 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 well, he's just being the
2: comedy. The Channel Four comedy drama with Joe Scanlon. That's tonight, uh, half past six. Uh,
1: so obviously, by the time you listen to this podcast, uh, Matt will be safely back yes. above the what the gap. Uh, although we're not going to say the north anymore, because it's not actually technically in the north. It's Mid- I'm Midlands. 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 And actually north Midlands. North Midlands. North Midlands. Yes. The north of the Midlands. Yes. So, and I'll be safely back in my south-east London flat. Where, where, where are we at the moment? We're in, we're, this we, is Lee we, Green. This is south-east London. This is south-east London. This yeah. is Lee Green. You're about five minutes from Blackheath. You might have heard of that. No? Okay. You're about five minutes from Lewisham. Yeah, sort
2: yeah. of. Well, that's, uh, that's where you work, well, yeah, yeah so that's probably what I've heard of it. Uh,
1: there's, there's above our shopping centre in Catford, there's a big oh, cat.
2: Gary's online delivery has been oh. is coming or something for Sainsbury's, it's just popped up as a cat.
1: Oh, yeah, that's tomorrow. <laughs>
2: yes. yeah. I'd between it nine, and 10, between yes. 9 and 10, yes. Between 9 and 10 tomorrow, yes. yes. I've done my <laughs>
1: online shopping, even yeah. though any minute now I'm going to go to Sainsbury's. But but I don't want to carry loads of things. And I've forgotten my bag, so I'm going to have to pay 5p for a bag as well. I I hate that one. one. I know. And I should have brought one. Because I got a
2: free tote bag from the Edinburgh Festival that says ITV on it
1: you take that everything yeah. I've still got my ABC Studios when well, I, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I went to that so. you didn't you any need interviews this no, morning no no but
2: I was sitting behind the cast Linda Bassett was there and uh, Minty did any of them sort of
1: tell you to duck down or you know stop no, talking they were, in,
2: they were in front of me oh they were in front of you yes. Ah. so I, I could have told Linda Bassett to duck down because she's quite tall
1: did you sit <laughs> next to Sandy Toxic and not realise it till halfway through no
2: no no that was me no I sat next to Luke Evans before now at the screening for the Great Ableary oh wow and I think I may have fell asleep because it was quite <laughs> it was quite warm in the cinema. It was quite dark, it was And enough. it was
1: two hours long, wasn't it? Yeah, we had
2: both, there We had four yeah. hours. We had both episodes. No, I think oh, really? two hour and a half, so we had yeah, yeah three hours. Did that at yeah.
1: least give you something to sort of keep you awake in between? No. Well, I think we might have had some popcorn last ah, right. no drinks or anything. Did you get any food at this one, this midwife? I night?
2: was a bit late. Called, I think they did have coffees and teas. Ah, uh,
1: right. Well, of course, it being called the midwife. Yes. No hot um, waters and towels on the, uh, <laughs> yeah. on the sandbox. Uh,
2: and possibly, they usually have like croissants or something yeah. in those morning ones I just got there on time at 10 o'clock right. and then we had to wait like it didn't, yeah. it's not so about quarter past 20 past 10 I was rushing up them escalators at the tube stations and stuff because like I got in at about 25 to 10
1: the best one I ever went to was the ABC one where we weren't even allowed to tweet where we Is were that the O2 no, no, no. That was in the one at Hotel oh, in Victoria.
2: Yeah, the o, the o, um, ABC was the one yeah. where you went you wearing your Game of Thrones t-shirt. Yeah, that's right. Yes, And they didn't believe that you were. They didn't believe, Yeah, that's it. They thought you were just some
1: random. Yeah, ran, random. What did they do? No, and no. And they actually interviewed me, but I've never seen the interview. Even though oh, they okay. said it, they said it would be on their website, but it never oh, they was. Always, they always
2: say that. This will go on the internet sometimes. Yeah. that before. But
1: I did get to meet Hayley Atwell. Yeah, and uh, the bloke out of uh, the Agents of Shield. And a couple of people. Paul Greg? Have, yeah, and a couple of people that <laughs> have had have to get away with murder. So oh. Haley Atwell was very, very nice in yeah. real life. She
2: seems nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So no offense this evening. I think Jo Joanna Scanlon will be there. In- right. Fingers crossed. Will Meller, is
1: that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe you can ask him for some sort of psychic reading, like he well, did I in have So
2: far, met two of the five members of Two Parts of in the Thank
1: you. Which which two? Well, Sheridan Smith, obviously. I've so about yeah.
2: four or five times. Oh, okay. And also you uh, and Sheridan, just like me and well, Sheridan, if, uh,
1: if I say just like that, that's not very good for podcast. But well, no. I'm doing that kind of cross fingers yeah. thing.
2: And um, not the Casey, actually.
1: Oh, not at yeah. her screening. Cassidy. Cassidy. No, Cass- no, Casey. Casey, you're yeah, right, I'm Cassidy
2: wrong. is Sonia. Yeah, that's it, yeah. At a uh, quiz that I attended in Wolverhampton, she was just randomly there on a team.
1: <laughs> was she a quiz question as well? No, because
2: it was all about, like, the best of the year that had just gone probably 2013 oh gosh yeah and she wasn't relevant and she hadn't been unknown since about 2008
1: she'd probably turn up on a you know ordinary live. she does do the um, weather on Northland
2: no 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 she does the voiceovers for dinner
1: date ITVB's dinner date ITVB (laughs) there's a channel that no one has ever admitted to watching sober um (laughs) Why do you that? do you drunk what i <laughs> I don't get drunk, as, no. as you can testify. I did not order a. You're the one who's ordered. Well, you've hardly ordered the, an alcoholic drink. I mean, it's, oh, it's. a. Well, it is alcoholic. Yeah, four percent. Four percent. So later on in London, if you see a drunken Northern, well, they'll probably
2: around, have uh, beers and stuff. It's Channel Four
1: tonight. Oh, is it? oh yeah, they'll let, probably drugs as well. <laughs> I imagine <laughs>
2: they'll give us drugs and then they'll see how we react.
1: Yeah, it. Yeah, you'll probably be be there with Jon Snow. Although to be <laughs> fair, if it was Channel Five, it would probably be prostitutes. All benefits. or benefits. One of the two. Um I although, think it,
2: although if they bought us prostitutes, then we'd have to pay. And if they couldn't pay, they'd take them away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Channel 5. And
1: then you'd, uh, but you could just show your benefit card. <laughs> so, this rambling was brought to you by alcohol and uh, Pepsi Max. Uh, bye-bye. Say so, goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. Gary.
2: I'd never heard of him before today.
1: And Matt. He's
0: a professional. Talking telly.
1: Try it. Just for one week. Just try the programme for one week. This is the Custard TV
0: Podcast.
2: You've got a Matt and Gary heavy podcast, what, with the clip at the beginning and us being on this without Luke.
1: Yeah. But trust us, dear listener, Luke will be back very soon, we promise. Uh, Both of you fans of Luke. Yeah. Uh, 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 Maybe three, I don't know. His parents. His his parents and his sister. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: So we've got a couple of renewals to talk about. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, which is still on, um, has been renewed for three more years. um, A long time for them to be out there, isn't it? it Up to 2019 at the moment. Yes. And uh, talking of a long time in the future, uh, called the midwife will be on with us from 2020. Uh, Writer creator Heidi Thomas has just signed another three-year deal on top of the deal for the next series which starts in january so mm-hmm. that means four series of called the midwife who've got to come um
1: and various christmas specials i would imagine as well you know
2: uh something i'm sure a lot of people will throw a lot of fuss up about the national lottery is moving to iplayer in 2017 um i'd, I'd not heard about this
1: well, this, this was only announced... It was announced by Charlotte Moore that apparently with the new deal that they've signed with Camelot mean that they don't have to show it on BBC One with a badly formatted quiz show, probably no, hosted by... Nick Knowles. Nick Knowles. Um, I think they'll keep
2: the quiz shows, though, because they like having that like game show on
1: a the... Well, I don't know, because without know the lottery, why? Would... the idea is, is that the, the, the quiz show draws in the viewers for the lottery, but doesn't the it? Lot, or is it supposed to be the other way around? The lottery is such
2: a small element of that, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they could do Who Dares Wins or whatever the other ones are. Shane Ritchie does one, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. And then didn't Dale Winton do one where yeah, you
2: yeah. you
1: kind of make people leave a circle or something? I don't know.
2: Um,
1: I think I only watched it twice. Uh,
2: the, the ITV have commissioned The Nightly Show, which is a um, a show that's on nightly. This, this Every is like, night? Bit like a sort of uh, Daily Show type thing, type satirical type thing. Is that what? Yeah. David Williams, I believe, is going to be the first uh, guest host.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a new guest host every week, isn't there? So wasn't,
2: the nightly, wasn't there a nightly show in America though that was done by one of the guys who was on the um, Daily Show? I'm sure that's well, the thing.
1: Well, there's a couple of ones. There's a couple of people from the Daily Show. Yeah, there was one with the. The, nightly show, the, La- the nightly show.
2: But that Larry is it, Larry. That's Larry it, Larry. Warhol, something.
1: Yeah. Who was the, that's senior been canceled, black, now. the
2: senior black correspondent on the Daily Show?
1: That's been so, cancelled now. So, the nightly,
2: but the nightly show has already been the thing. So I don't know how they managed to get the rights. So Gary. Yeah. Go west.
1: Yep, certainly. Uh, two new shows that are both on Netflix. One is a Netflix original called The Expanse. Now. Fans of science fiction will uh, be happy to hear that there's kind of a bit of a resurgence of uh, a resurgence of these sort of shows. Uh, There's quite a lot of them on Netflix. And this is a a sci-fi drama set in the 23rd century. It's set on the backdrop of the fact that Mars, the Earth and the bits in between are now separate colonies. Uh, It's all still humans, uh, although the ones on Mars seem to speak a different language, but they're not alien in that sense. So we're talking about a, a what we, people would say would be a realistic future, you know, where we've colonized Mars rather than, you know, sort of aliens have invaded. Uh, and there's um, sort of three different storylines, one following a, a cop who's looking for a missing girl on behalf of his boss. There's also a spaceship that's, that's firstly ignored and now is following up a distress call from an abandoned ship. There's also some political intrigue back on Earth. So there's a little bit of everything. There's a... A little bit of Firefly on it, you know. You've got some rebels and some, you know, uh, people like that on the run, causing trouble. Uh, and, and it's okay. I mean, it's slow and it doesn't, it doesn't explain too much. What I've just explained to you there is probably better than the way the show explains it. And we all know that's strange for me. Yeah. If you like sci-fi, I think you'll like this. And I will carry on and watch the other episodes. There is a second series in America, so um, but that we're only getting one series at the moment on Netflix. The other is um, a USA Network show called Shooter. Uh, This stars uh, film star Ryan Felipe, uh, and he he plays a a sniper or a shooter. Uh, He's retired or resting from the active duty in in Iraq. Uh, He's at home. He's in the woods. He's just still hunting. You know, the first opening scene is him uh, getting some uh, bad hunters out of the way so that he kills a wolf humanely and they try and kill the wolf inhumanely and he teaches them a lesson. You know, kind of like Jack Bauer style, yeah. you know. Well, he, um, that was
2: a cougar, wasn't it, with Kim?
1: That's right, yes. It, it, Kim was a cougar. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. she was young. Um, ah, hey, uh, it, there's a lot of FBI versus Secret Service stuff in there. There's also a link to a, a plot to assassinate the president. Um, I, I lasted the first episode, but I won't be going back to this because, uh, as I will come on to later, it, it's very it's very got much like a homeland type feel. Uh, and I'm already watching Homeland. Um, also, Ryan Felipe is just dead behind the eyes, as far as I'm concerned. The guy can't act; he hasn't got an emotion that you can show other than brooding.
2: Thing that I recognise on here was 2011's The Lincoln Lawyer with Matthew Mahoney.
1: Oh yeah, uh, and he wasn't. Since, he was. That's right. Yeah. yeah seen... s-
2: since then, he's been in a lot of direct to VOD and direct to DVD
1: uh-huh. uh,
2: things, including Setup.
1: Straight A's, Reclaim, and Catch Hell. Well, if you've seen all four of them, then I could only suggest you get out more. Um, So, yeah, one recommendation on The Expanse, one eh, not really for shooter. There are a couple more uh, new programs, mostly on Amazon. Uh, that I'll be watching over the next few weeks. Uh, shows like Startup, Goliath, Braindead and the Path we'll all get a look at. Um right. Now on to the reviews with Matt in the North. Hang
2: on, hang on, what? hang oh, on. Oh right now Hang no. on, hang on. Whoa. Hang 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 your little horses there, Gary. I um, what's officially Staying on, there? Just jump staying the gun. on uh, Netflix uh, for me. Uh currently actually paused on Netflix for me, uh, <laughs> is the uh Re, um revival of gilmore girls which uh came on yesterday uh four episodes of 90 minutes one for each season i've already watched winter and spring and i'm currently about halfway through summer as i said it's like the revival um the the original creators amy sherman paladino and her husband daniel uh have come back after having the last season off um Left after season six because they had some disputes with the network. Uh, so, this is them finishing it off uh, to how they wanted to sort of finish the series off the first time. Basically, there's a few stories. There's uh, Rory, who's the Alexis Burdell character. She's sort of drifting a bit. You know, she's still <clears> doing her journalism, but she's. Uh, I think her storyline's done the best. It's like she's got to that point in her 30s where she's doing bits and bobs here and there, but she's not got a solid abode. She's not. Um, a, a job held down um, And it's sort of Coming to the point now where she might be moving back in With her mum uh, Lorelai has got a lot of little things Going on, she's sort of Maybe wants a child With Luke, she may be um, Losing a member of her staff Just bits of bobs here and there And then the, uh, the grandma, Emily Has lost her husband because the actor um, Edward the Herman uh, Who's probably best known from the Lost Boys uh, Died in real life so they've obviously incorporated that into the show and had her now trying to sort of deal with being a widow and things like that. I think it still works for people if you were to come to this. I, I was
1: going to say, the big thing would be, could someone just watch this or would it be... I think really-
2: so in a way, because there's enough sort of news story. I think, obviously, if you know the characters, you've got a basis for the characters, right. then it's going to be easy for you to follow. And I think some of the relationships between certain characters they don't explain that well but i think the core characters you quickly get to learn who they are and things like that and Good. um i think i, I and there is there's genuine laughs in a, a, a few scenes I think one thing maybe they went overboard with was trying to bring back every single character because there was a large sort of ensemble cast. Well,
1: there was like, what, six seasons, seven seasons? Seven
2: seasons. And I yeah, think that's, a, that's a lot sort of, of characters
1: that they need sort of, that, that they mean, read to the the
2: it's nice to see them again, but there are sort of side characters where it's like, yeah, we didn't really need to see that character. Like, someone turns up at a funeral and they have like an alumni dinner at, at her old high school so they can right. bring back some characters from that era. Um,
1: they, if, this is, these are similar things to what I heard about the, and I, I don't know whether you've seen it the um, uh, movie of Veronica Mars that apparently yeah, it yeah. just felt like a big reunion rather than a film I would say
2: that, this is better than that they put some effort into thinking about where because obviously with Veronica Mars the, things, the thing was it was like a murder mystery wasn't yeah. it Yeah. Um, and they uh, obviously so they had to create a mystery around I think it was like they did a school reunion so they could bring everyone back. Well, that's right, yeah. this is a bit better. This is slightly towards the cold feet end of the reunion in that a lot of the characters, obviously based in the same town, haven't... You know, there's not that need to reunite people. Yeah. They've already already retained all these relationships and things like that. Um, So it's good. I think, as a fan, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not sure... As I say, if someone coming into it fresh would enjoy it, I would say, you know, pick up this, the prior seasons. To you, Gary, because um, last time we talked, obviously, on the List podcast, yep. you said you'd watched up to season four. What yeah. I would possibly say would be watch the last two episodes of season four again, not start at the start of season four. Right, that okay. That seem a bit, like, um, excessive, yep. but yeah, no, I'm thoroughly enjoying this, and we'll probably return to it Um, After after this podcast,
1: and and certainly there's a lot of buzz on Twitter. There's there's been lots of people tweeting about it. A lot of people saying they've already finished all four episodes. What do they do with their lives now?
2: Yeah, Um, I'll I'll be I'll I'll probably be there soon enough. Before we uh, do the reviews, do you want to uh, do Gary's list?
1: Yeah, so Gary's list. List. Whilst I was waiting for the results of the. the polls that both Luke and I put Do up. I want on, to just fill
2: uh, people in if they missed the last, li- if they skipped the list
1: podcast. Firstly, if you missed the last podcast, where have you been? Come on. Uh, secondly, you can download it from www.thecustardtv.com uh, so that you can get on that. And basically, what we did was uh, whilst I've got this time off with my foot, I've written up and put together this mythical list that I've been talking about on various podcasts of shows I've never finished or never started or always wanted to watch Luke and Matt helped me tremendously in getting that list into at least one side of A4 Uh, the first show that I picked because we put a couple of Twitter polls out there was I picked Homeland Series 3 Uh, I had been looking forward to watching this and also it only being 13 episodes I thought there's a good chance I'll be able to get through it reasonably you know quickly Uh, and I have in a sense I've got all the way up to episode 11 already uh, on only a few days, and it, it is very good. Um, now, I know that Luke has seen this, but you haven't, or you've not seen, have you not seen all of three, haven't you? I've, or, no, I,
2: I've seen all of three, I stopped watching right. four.
1: So I've, I've got up to the bit where um, Damian Lewis's character uh, kills the Iranian uh, foreign, he's not the foreign minister, Is he secretary of defence or something, or high-ranking officer, but there's some conf-
0: Here in Key West, we were out well,
1: there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...as to whether he's still working for the Americans or against the Americans, so he's is now... Series, he's, is that
2: season three? I thought
1: season that's, th- that's season three. I, I think I am really enjoying it. Uh, I think one of the things that, I, and I think Luke was quite right, is that he said it is turning into more of an episode of Spooks. But that's not a bad thing for me. So there's a lot more CIA, FBI, you know, there's a lot of counter terrorism, you know, so there's a lot of very kind of, I won't say memorable, but very easy to follow information. Because if I just you're thought familiar there was with.
2: far too many twists in the last, you know, in, the,
0: in season three of Homeland.
1: There is a lot of twists, and it's a lot of have they been turned, are they still working yeah. for us? And there's a lot of that, and then, yeah, you're right. And then, you know, there's a lot of people you think are on one side, and then they turn back and. Yeah, they kind, of, they kind of out-clever themselves a bit. Uh, but no, thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, but the next one will be, and this was from one of the polls, I will be going back to Breaking Bad next. And now over to Matt in the North for the reviews. Hello. Hey. hey.
2: Um, not a lot this week, because uh, Luke's not here, so I think I think he would have filled in some of the gaps. Um, he would <laughs> let's uh, do... Should we do the missing... Um, well,
1: I think we should. Um, and one of the things that Matt and I have not discussed this yet, so we're doing this live on air, is that Luke and I had talked about the possibility of doing a live post-missing podcast as the the last one. This next Wednesday yeah, is the last one idea. in the series. I
2: mean, yeah. I think this one possibly deserved its own podcast because there was a lot in this episode. Oh
1: man, yeah. Do you want it? Well. Can you recall can you can you well, recap the, this one singly? I don't know
2: the the, twi- the twist well no I think we're going to spoil it because the oh, yeah. the, the, the twist at the end was obviously uh, I think back in episode 5 we learned that Adam Gettrick the press officer was the yeah. kidnapper of certainly of Sophie who was the girl who came back
1: Uh full name please come on
2: Sophie Shiru thank you um and we learn a lot more about Gettrick and his relationship with both uh, Henry Reed and Adrian Stone um, in the. I, I just love the like, the first sort of twenty minutes of this episode where yeah. they 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 sort of had the balls to do a a, a flashback to nineteen ninety one Iraq. Yeah, so
1: they, but this show is not scared in going backwards and forwards with yeah, time at all.
2: But especially like featuring sort of characters who were sort of secondary. You know, yeah. had. Uh, Rod, a young Roger Alam, and then uh, it was Nadia Hertz, Henry Reed, and Adam Getrick. And what happened in Iraq? What Julian found out about what happened to the girl in Iraq? You know, they they met that guy who said, "Oh, they've been trying to pay me for years because of what happened to my sister." Yeah, you saw that in in sort of his full glory. You learn about Gettrick's sort of you know his odd obsession for young girls, and yeah. Um, and we also got some gaps filled in about this sort of deterioration of the relationship between um, David Morris and Keeley Hawes. We we, al-
1: we also TV. now know why Sophie Giroux said to the Roger Allen character, how can you live with what you did? Yeah. We, we never knew what that came from. We never mm. knew. But obviously it, it meant that Roger Allen has known all along that that was Sophie Giroux, not Alice.
2: Yeah.
1: Which is which is even more strange. Mm. But. Uh, that he he's been in on it from the beginning,
2: and and then obviously the big reveal at the end. Yeah. So we weren't sure. Obviously, we knew that Sophie, that the girl that came back wasn't um, Alice. Alice. And so we so and we knew she was on that roller coaster with Sophie. So was she? Yeah. And and then we learned. Oh, she's still
1: alive. Yeah. I still hope. There, there was a wonderful bit, and I don't know whether you picked it up, but when they got when um, the press officer and the little girl got out of the car to choose a new toy yeah. and the little girl said will she be okay and mm. we all think oh she's talking about Sophie you know will she be okay we're going to see her but no we now know that all the time that they're on the road Alice is in the boot in the car. and the little girl knows that so now it, whole, it brings out that whole different meaning as I said somewhere down the line if you get the chance to re-watch the missing it'd be interesting to see how many clues they leave along that now become more interesting mm.
2: Well, I mean, like, Luke was picking up last time we talked about how um, they didn't reveal that um, Eve was carrying... It was a surrogate for her sister.
1: That's right. They left that right till the last second.
2: But then there was a line about how um, Roger Alam said something like, I better get you home or your sister will kill me or something like that. That was it. Time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I do. I remember that. Well Which, done. Which at the yeah. time
2: was a, a throwaway line. Yeah. But now has been...
1: Yeah, it makes much more, makes
2: sense. more sense. And I love how the Williams brothers do this. They sort of hold things in together. I mean, as well, uh, there was a nice little reference to the first series. I was just um, about to say that. Yeah. yeah,
1: did you get that? Yeah, that was very yeah, good.
2: With uh, Julian's wife, um, who came in and said, you know, you're just like Tony Hughes, um, obsessed yeah. with this case.
1: The um, only criticism, and yeah. it is the only criticism, is she accepted him going again far too easily. She, she came all the way from wherever they live, mm. I assume France, to Germany, to plead with him to come home. And then all it takes is one conversation with Keely Hawes' character. It's all right, off you go then.
2: Yeah. And it was just
1: like, well, they could think, have done yeah, that. Yeah, I know
2: what you mean. It was a bit
1: It's, it's, it's the only part of the show that was just a little bit clunky.
2: But then I think... Um...
1: I put, How I would have fixed it is I possibly would have had her turn up a bit earlier mm. and go with him more and sort of try and stop him. And then it's like, oh, I really can't do this anymore. You're going to have to do this on your own. Off you go. Whereas it more felt like, oh, okay, I've come all the way in because we want to keep this character in the show, but we don't know what to do with you, and, you know, whatever. So, I don't know. Uh, the other part of the storyline, I suppose we should say, is it's, it's, it's also been revealed that uh, Kimi Hawes was about to dob her son in as the bloke that actually beat mm. up Roger Allen's character. Uh, not... With uh, those
2: weird twins.
1: Yeah, with twins? the weird Nazi twins.
2: What would you say are the big questions that you've still got about the story, and where do you think...
1: Well, the the first question that I've got is what was the body that they mm. left in the shed? Obviously, they were able now, because they had access to Alice's DNA, to do something. So they obviously planned to meet at the graveside, at the grave, that's, that where, that's where she laid those flowers. Uh, uh, For Henry Reed's. Yeah, Henry Reed's grave. What would be good is if there was still a twist around who that girl's father is. We all think and now assume that it's the daughter of Sophie Giroux and the um, and her, her father is the press guy. But, of course, there would be a nice if there was a twist on that. I'm not sure what it would be, but it would be nice if there was a twist. And also, I think, I don't know, part of me is like, yeah, the way you, you put this together is uh, Mr. Baptiste's. Finds the girls, but then dies of the brain hemorrhage or whatever. But manage, manages to get them rescued before he dies. But I don't know. That all seems a bit too neat and tidy as well. So I don't know. Um,
2: I mean, it's not a lot of, of stuff to talk about. I mean, I'm a celebrity I've been watching. And well, yeah,
1: go on. It, I mean, it's it's... <laughs> It's on every night, so it's hard to ignore it completely. Yeah. Obviously, you know, if I you, when, I, when I'm are, looking right, up you? things on Twitter, well, I'm not watching the programme, but I'm aware of what's going on, or yeah. at least the headlines. Unfortunately, are now that...
2: Danny Baker was the first celebrity to be uh, eliminated last night.
1: Well, um, is it is it a public vote, or is it the vote of the camp that votes him out? No,
2: it's a, it's a public vote. It's a vote to save.
1: Right, well, then we know the public are idiots, because Nigel Farage, Re- Re- Brexit, and Donald Trump proved that. So... Yeah. I don't 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 trust the public when it comes to that. Particularly not the I'm a celebrity public. No, no, no pub, yeah, uh, I mean, I,
2: uh, you know, like Jordan Banjo and Sam Quek are a lot a lot better known than.
1: Uh... Yeah, Danny. Uh, so ba-
2: Danny Baker. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so we've got this is the thirteenth series, something like that. Gosh, um yeah. And and I think they are starting to run out of names now. Me and Luke sort of previewed it before. Uh, the biggest. Uh, sort of characters in there probably Scarlett moffat from Gogglebox. box she's the one who sort of got the lion's share of the airtime to the point in which people are almost sort of uh fighting back against her now in a way you know just right. sort of saying oh she's on far too much i mean i like the girl and i liked her on Gogglebox, box but i think on Gogglebox box she's got the buffer of her parents there yeah you know she's she's good with the sort of quick one-liners but i think it almost sort of exposes her a little bit I mean, my right. favourites were Danny Baker. I thought he got—he was very good. I think the problem he had was he came into camp late, and he came in with Martin Roberts from Homes Under, Home Under the Hammer, who is much more of a um, show-off. He's a showbiz, lovey sort of thing. Right. Uh, he's, he's sort of been trying to hog the camera.
1: Has he um, asked about the per, per rental, yeah, rental value per, per month, of, month the, per of the hut?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's done that. Um, he said there's a bit of damp and there's no natural light.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, but fix the
2: rocker. Yeah. I mean, I just feel, again, as well, they, they're all getting on. There's no sort of...
1: Um, yeah, and that's the problem, is it... I it, mean, like, last
2: it, year there was uh, Lady C who sort of caused a lot of eruptions in the camp. There's no one like that this year. Yeah. Uh, everyone sort of likes each other. Everyone's quite dull, really. I mean, I like Larry Lamb.
1: All but uh, I think that's the problem, is that, you know, unless you have a divisive yeah character, a divisive character. That's
2: the word. It, yeah.
1: it, it 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 doesn't really, as you say, it's all just well. The the problem. I suppose the thing about I'm a celebrity is actually what they bandy together about is the is the tasks and the conditions. Um, but of course, it's always great if there's some needle in the camp as well. But
2: some what in the <clears> camp
1: needle, you know, issues. Okay. What did you think I said?
2: No, I just, I didn't know what you meant by that. I never heard that expression before.
1: Oh, you never heard what to needle somebody? No, No? okay. Well, you're learning this week.
2: I am, I am, I'm learning. Uh, So I'm a celebrity. I mean, it did get, like, the record viewing figures for ITV this year, the opening episode.
1: Is that really a uh, a hard thing to do?
2: I feel it's all a bit long-winded now, because they haven't got um, enough sort of camp conflict to air. The
1: tasks
2: are sort of a lot take up a lot more of the episode and it's it, they are sometimes a, a bit sort of repetitive and i,
1: I think mean, the, the biggest well, used to come out of this year was the uh, the the and, and deck faux pas where they were standing still talking to each other rather than talking to something else yeah. that and got apparently the most they've press been covering, separated a
2: lot the last couple of days i haven't watched it since tuesday night i think
1: How will they cope
2: yes um Should we do The Apprentice again? I mean, I watched some, I watched bits of this, but I didn't. I I
1: have a rant about The Apprentice this week. I have, I have something. You
2: go, Gary. Gary
1: goes rant. Gary goes rant. Right. Well, firstly, I'll explain that the task this week was to put on a uh, a celeb, uh, not sorry, an evening at a London landmark. Yeah. Uh, Team Titans, uh, who won, were supposed to put on a task at the aquarium, the London Aquarium, Uh, and the other team, Pulse, is it or something or I can't even remember. Nebula. Quasar. Nebula, Nebula. That's it. Nebula had Glacar. Madden Two Swords. I think, therefore, <laughs> they should have won because they had the better venue. Um, and although they did seem to do some things well, uh, they they seemed a little bit better on the, um, on the organization. I think they had more guests uh, and seemed a little bit more prepared on the evening. But they were such a mix-up on the prices. Uh, Paul Hot was... Yeah, food. Paul was the project manager and, and basically, he sent half of his team off to sell and he gave them a price. Then he gave them another price. Mm. They then changed the price. There was issues about what the price included. I mean, the problem was in, in both teams, there just seems to be a lot of wet idiots. I, I just actually, I, th- I said, put on Twitter, I think he's going to go and invest his 250,000 elsewhere this well, year.
2: Gary, if you remember, this is what I said at the very start of the series. That it is. No- well, and, and I, I had a conversation with my friend who I've, I haven't seen him in a while and we were right. talking and he hasn't watched a lot of TV but he has kept up with the apprentice and he, he's in the same opinion as me as this year there are a lot of like as you say we're idiots there's no one who you can sort of buy well, running and, business and if and
1: they, they are they're, they're performing really badly like I really liked Courtney but he's, a, he's he's coming across as just like someone who doesn't really care I, anymore and I thought, of...
2: I thought Paul would have be, been is one of the standouts.
1: Well, that's right. Now, here's my rant. All through the episode, they painted Paul and certainly edited Paul to be this very grumpy, aggressive character. Mm. He had a go at Jessica on a number of occasions. He moved her from the sub team to uh, the main team so that he could put someone else in there. He argued with her in front of guests, which is obviously not good, but it was hardly a big argument. I think they edited that to kind of make it look worse than it was. And I have to say this. I didn't find that Paul was particularly aggressive in the way that they were saying. Lord Sugar in the boardroom said, you're getting aggressive now. Now, the problem is, is that how do you react to that? If someone says to me, you're becoming aggressive and you do anything other than either keep your mouth shut, which does you no good, or go, yes, Lord Sugar, I agree, which he doesn't agree with, then you come across looking as aggressive. I feel for Paul. I think he was a little bit hard done by.
2: I agree. I thought I was surprised when he went. I thought Jessica should have gone because I found her a bit erratic. And
1: I, yeah. I'm surprised about Jessica because this is now like the third time in a row because she's she's done this thing where she's lied a couple of times or exaggerated. Yes, proof. Yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe Lord Sugar would have said, right, I, I've got to have honesty. You know, you can't you can't tell me your dead father. Paul needs was to a stick much better or...
2: business prospect than Jessica. I think if you get two sort of tiny women crying and you've got this guy who's raising his
1: voice oh, gosh, Yeah, too. I know. And, and I think, see that's what I'm saying. If you edit those parts out of the show, mm. Paul doesn't look anywhere near aggressive. But if he's no. made two women cry, then he looks like an ogre. Mm. So I don't know. I I I, I just felt Fran- I felt a little especially bit Especially
2: Frances, who's very tiny. She's a tiny woman. Oh yeah. But she's and a Jessica, judo, cha- judo champion, apparently.
1: Though. What's that? Huh?
2: She's a judo champion.
1: France. Why, why the hell is she crying?
2: Because she.
1: She should be. She should be tougher than the lot of them.
2: she's manipulative. Yeah. Funny
1: women. Well, I know. <sighs> Don't start. But that's that's I'm a, um, a celebrity apprentice used dumb. Yeah,
2: nothing. Uh, nothing else really. I mean, uh, yeah. Some pick a.
1: Anything, anything to do with the X factors that make me watch it.
2: I mean, it's on right now. No. Uh, Black fans. Um, I'm just about to see Louis Walsh, uh, dancing a jig. so be fun. Isn't
1: tonight's task Louis, Louis chooses, which is just Louis the loves. most pathetic?
2: It's That's tonight's um, theme because oh. they do a theme each week. Well, it's Louis Loves and then they are doing like another song as well because there's only
1: five oh, that, contestants. Right, yes.
2: There's only five contestants left now. And
1: they've got to fill out seven hours worth of shots. So it's, oh.
2: it's, it's um, Matt Terry, Emily middlemiss uh Sarah Alto, uh, all those A's. Well butchered. Uh, five, five minutes after midnight or something like. Five that. after and
1: midnight, isn't it? I think five it
2: after midnight. Three after eight. Yeah. And um, Holly G. Yeah. Still there.
1: I got she's a text off really... my dad last week. Going, she's yeah. in the she's in the bottom two. She's going, and then five minutes later, she got through.
2: She's <laughs> the, G- Gary. She's the realest girl in the room. Don't be a hater.
1: I'm not so much a hater as a can't stander. Well, I, you know, well, you
2: are. You are. You are a diabetic, Gary, aren't you? Yeah. So you shouldn't be having a lot of honey.
1: Well, that's right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Come on.
1: Well done. Well, good joke there. Right. Uh, on to pick of the week. Yes. Yeah. Why not? I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to go with 9pm uh, on Tuesday. Life on the psych ward. Uh, this is a one off documentary following three patients at the Bethlehem Royal Hospital showing them in a psychiatric Maudsley Foren- uh, Forensic Services ward. Uh, the reason I'm going to choose it is uh, fans of the show will know that I work for that trust and have worked in that very unit Ooh, that they're going are to... You in, are you in this? No, 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 I'm not in it. This was filmed after I left that unit. I, I oh. moved elsewhere. But I was involved uh, in setting up some of the meetings between my boss, the director, and this production company, uh, but I wasn't unfortunately around when they came around to filming or anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because obviously, uh, knowing full well what goes on in there and having seen it firsthand, it's incredible the work that's done and it's incredible the people that work with these patients and the patients are incredible. I mean, you know, the, these people have done serious crimes, you know, they're not in there just for the fact that they're, they need to be kept. These, these are, these are almost prison level patients. Uh, the security at this place is immense. Once a, a nurse mistakenly flushed her keys down the loo, it was a real mistake. They had to replace everybody's keys because they didn't know whether somebody was there for on the outside waiting for it out by a drain to try and break somebody out. They had to have that level of security. Uh, so uh, that gives you some idea about how important that place is. And, and if you were if you watched Bedlam uh, two years ago, that was yeah. so at that hospital and, and, and dealt with similar groups of patients and just shows you how much. And I think anything to do with highlighting uh, the, the, the world of mental health is very important. Uh, at the moment,
2: yeah, um I mean the correct answer is the last episode of the missing,
1: well, I of mean. course, but i we always tend to go for something new, so
2: um well, in that case then but
1: you, we'll... can for, you can go you go for the um
2: the... Uh, no no, I'll say uh Rillington Place, which is a three part um serial killer drama on uh Tuesday at nine, oddly on BBC one It seems yeah. a odd place to put this. I thought this would be sort of Sunday nights, but there you go, um it stars Tim Roth. And oh, who else is in this?
1: It's based oh. on the life of John Christie, isn't it?
2: Yeah. That's the Tim Roth night. is playing John Christie. I know...
1: Um, it, Ethel, his wife, is played by somebody.
2: Is it, I want to say it's Samantha Morton, but I don't think... Well,
1: that that's really OK. Is. You can say that, and we'll find out it's right in a minute.
2: Um, <laughs> and also, uh, my mother. Diaries, both uh, Jodie Comer and... Uh, of the yes. And Nico Mikulegu... That's right. Yeah, it is Samantha Morton. It is Samantha
1: Morton. Also, uh, I should mention that starting tonight is a new scant Swedish crime drama called Modus. Uh, but uh, you can catch up on iPlayer because this podcast probably won't come out until after that episode has been shown. You can follow Luke. Send him a little message. Send him a little bit of love on Twitter at LukeCustardTV. Uh, you can follow Matt at Matt's TV Bytes, And you can you follow can. myself at The Gary Show. You can like us on Facebook. Just search for The Custard TV. Uh,
2: Facebook.com slash The Custard TV.
1: Or you could... Well, you could search the customer. <coughs> you
2: yeah.
1: could. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh, and um, we're on iTunes. Uh, don't give us a... This, by the way, is episode 151. Uh We Yay. decided not to celebrate our one hundred and fifty No. Uh, because, hey, 2016 sucks. Um...
2: We better get out of 2016 soon. Yeah, oh we'll get man. Out of
1: here alive. Yeah, but the thing is, 2017 is going to be worse. I mean, look what's coming. In January. Well, Trump gets Trump's president in 2017.
2: Well, they're doing a recount, aren't they, at the
1: moment? Oh, are they? Well, no. Yeah. Hillary won more than two million more public votes. It's not to do with. Well,
2: that. They're recounting Wisconsin or something.
1: Nah, aren't it's not, or... not going to make a difference. Look what happened in Florida with the hanging chads and all that.
2: And on that note, yeah. <laughs>
1: Give up, people. Go hibernate what, uh, till Christmas. Look. Bye.